0: You're watching and listening to Wood and Eric. The show begins now.
1: Good morning, Eric. Good evening,
2: Wood. How are you?
1: I am fantastic. I did not just freak out at everyone in the pre-show. <laughs> no, that didn't happen. I was—I don't know what you're talking about. I need to calm down. I need to chill out. And you know what I do when I calm down and I chill out?
2: You listen to Valued Viewer voicemail. listen
1: to Valued Viewer voicemail. You got it. <laughs>
3: hey, Wood and Eric. Love wood stuff. Not hundred percent sure who Eric is, but y'all are awesome. Keep up the good work.
2: All right. Okay. <laughs> what in the other guy. I'm glad I'm just some I don't street know. rat that you found on the road.
1: Did that? Did that hype you up for the show? Because I feel great.
2: <laughs> um, yeah, just some filth off the bottom of a Starbucks cup.
1: Hey, if you want to leave a voicemail that's maybe a little nicer towards Eric here, 210-951-4927. We love getting those voicemails. Eric, I always start by asking you how your week was, but I'm going to start this week with how my week was, if that's I want okay to know. with you. yeah, yeah of I am fed up. I am frustrated. I am <laughs> You're done. on the warpath
2: today. <laughs>
1: I am done. I am mad for so many reasons, and I think it all stems from this one issue. I have a $2,000 go-kart and I have nowhere to drive it anymore and I don't know what to do with it. And every time I go out to my garage, it's just sat there and I have nowhere to put it. And I, I feel like it's a big regret purchase because it's something I can't logistically use. One time I rode it around the streets of my neighborhood and all my neighbors stopped and were like, you got a go-kart? That's a-. And I felt like they were judging me. Like I was weird. I don't know what to do with this thing. What do you do
2: with it? Like, what do you do with a go-kart? Okay, so I understand like you know, you're driving a go-kart around. I mean, you're putting yourself in a position of interest for people. So people are I like know. all eyes on you. I know you don't you don't want that. You just
1: want to I casually want enjoy your two thousand dollar go-kart. I wanted it in a video I was making for YouTube. I don't want my neighbors to look at me. Also, I don't want them to look at me and be like, Oh, what has got a go-kart in there. Oh, you know, that's what's where he, he parks doing? His go- you know what's funny too? I the one time I did drive it around the neighborhood. I was driving it around and the... (laughs) the neighborhood school bus came by dropping off all the kids. And I literally, I had to pull over to the side to let the bus pass. And I saw all the kids in the window like, he's got a go car. And even the bus driver was like shaking his head. And then they were all getting off at their stops and walking past me and looking at me. I drove straight back to the house. I was like, get me inside. You feel like
2: such an idiot.
1: (laughs) I I feel dumb, but it's so fun, but I felt dumb. I almost flipped it. By the way, today I wrote it today as well. (laughs) You know how you know how it drifts? Yeah. So my streets on a slight like incline, and I tried drifting and it legit like started coming up, and I had to put my foot on the ground. (laughs) No. And then it came down on my foot, and that kind of hurt. But I almost like (laughs) that would have been bad. Like that, because I was flying around that drift and I would have like face down drifted around. (laughs)
2: <laughs> you, you probably had as wild of hair as, as you do now.
1: I'm trying to flip my hair to the other. I told you before the cast. I'm, the trying to, I'm trying to train my hair to flip to the other side because when I stream, I flip it to this side. If you're listening to the audio version, you just have to picture it and it blocks my face all the time. And I'm I'm streaming like with this big block. So I'm trying to train it to go the other way. Hashtag train keeps, the main. It keeps Make trying it, to flip itself back. Anyway, it trending. <laughs> it's just, it's a really, uh, I guess, first world problem to have that I have nowhere to store or use my $2,000 go-kart and I'm mad about it.
3: Hey, first, <laughs> <Okay>. you're welcome.
1: <laughs>
3: oh, thank you. Yeah, no, thank you. I appreciate it. And second, you. second. I think what we really just need out of this is to see you cosplay as Mario now, just driving around casually, and just uh, see if you can get some reactions of that. That'd be some some pretty great uh, can I, content. Can I tell
1: you a secret though? You've already mm-hmm. done it. No, I took all the vinyl off of the go kart.
2: Oh, oh, that's okay. It,
1: it was just Fair tacky, enough. you know. I mean,
3: it's a it's a cool go kart anyway, re- yeah. regardless of the vinyl, right? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, it's probably not as aerodynamic without, you know. No, it was definitely going faster when it was red. <laughs> <laughs> it, just, it appeared to go faster because it was red. That's funny. Um, I guess as far as far as my week, not to derail um, your go-kart thing, I've Eat been sick for drift. the last couple of days. You know what I mean? Drift, drifting. Um, been sick for the last couple of days. So I'm finally back on my, my coffee routine here. I've been having tea mm. for the last couple of days. You know, just a bit under the weather. Um, I I've had a lot of fun over the last couple of days. Actually, um, you know how right now this is this is currently our last episode on Twitch, right? Yeah, we've 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 alluded to that, and yeah, haven't really said it in this show yet. Yeah. Um, but since we started the show on Twitch, uh, you know, there was a lot of viewers that were saying, "Oh, you should get on Twitch, and I should do some stuff." So I was like, "All right, mm-hmm. fine, whatever." So I've been streaming on Twitch a lot lately, and it's been fun. And I had a stream the other day where I I modded a Game Boy Color. Oh, on I, stream on stream, it was a two hour stream and I changed the shell and I gave it a backlight and everything. Mm. It was so much fun. Um, I'm impressed. I love, I love doing all this stuff because, I mean, I've we've said before, like I've worked at a computer and phone repair store. Yeah, so I have sense. all these skills. It's like, what do I do with it? I have a, particular so like a set of skills that I have to do with them. I don't know what to do with it. So I've, I've just started doing little Game Boy repairs on, on stream. That's a great so that idea. Was really fun. I yeah. really enjoyed that. So like, I'm definitely going to get into that more. Um, I know it's just a little little hobby that I've just kind of wanted to take on. But I tell you what, all these things are so expensive anymore. And we've we've talked about this. I mean, not that this is a gaming segment or anything like that, but like all this stuff that's blinded by nostalgia, like all these Game Boys and stuff, even just to buy junked out ones are so expensive. So it's like
1: I've spent just like you the last couple of days. I'm I'm fed up,
2: man. I hate (laughs) I hate the market right now.
1: Yeah. Prices have gone up again. Like things are tripling quadrupling. It's crazy. But yeah, like you said. We do both stream on Twitch, and I'm going back to my three streams a week. You stream on Twitch now, too. But the one thing that's not going to be streamed on Twitch is this podcast. Mm. Uh, if you listen to the audio versions and or the YouTube uploads or wherever you get your podcast, because, by the way, as well, different tangent, we found out today the audio <laughs> version of the show is everywhere, and we didn't know. We thought we were only on Apple and uh, or Spotify. iTunes and Spotify. We found out we're everywhere. Stitcher, everywhere. other play like, like, like tens of other uh, podcasting sites. Tens, They're even trying to get us on iHeartRadio, but I had no idea about any of this because it's not on the website. And I've asked them to add it to the website so people can actually find it. But yeah, anyway, if you listen on any of those places, you might not know, maybe, I don't know how you'd miss this. We stream them live. We do the show live. And then what you <laughs> listen to is that version that we created live. It's sort of like a personal challenge to ourselves. Can we make a show live and so far it's worked for 11 out of the 12 episodes we had to heavily <laughs> fix that last one <laughs>
2: uh, it, i streamlined it so much that it actually yeah. seemed like nothing went wrong it sounded like
1: nothing went wrong. It went from an hour and a half to 40 minutes.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and it was only just 40 minutes as well. So we managed to pull uh, that off.
1: But, but yeah. in an effort to try and grow the show, we want to try and condense the places that you can listen to it and try and you know keep the views and the eyes in the same place. So rather than streaming it on Twitch, where we are right now, we're going to try streaming it on YouTube from now on, where the, where the YouTube channel is, which made a lot more sense to us. So from now on, it's going to be Sundays at 7 o'clock, live Central. on YouTube, central thank you i always forget this time zone differences i missed a meeting with my accountant the other day because of that boring <laughs> story why'd i bring it up but anyway sunday at 7 central on youtube now if you want to watch the show live that's where it will be and this is our twitch farewell episode and we're really excited to farewell it in yeah, style so, so let's farewell by finding out what you did with your wink. to austin over the weekend did i tell you i was going to austin um you did say that you did you did tell me but i want to know more so i'm a i'm a big i'm a big dum-dum to start with because kim and i we we wanted to get vaccinated before our trip because it's so important to us but we haven't been vaccinated yet because we don't leave the house and we don't we, when we do, we mask sanitizer, we're still doing that whole thing and protecting ourselves, but we wanted to get vaccinated before the trip. So we went in like a week ago and we were like, all right, let's do it. So you're vaccinated. And they were like, okay, first shot. And then your second shot. And then it will be two weeks after the first shot, you can get the second shot. And then it won't be effective for two weeks after that. And we were like, oh God. What are we going to do on our trip? So we were already terrified. We didn't want to cancel the trip because we weren't going just for us. We were going to watch a premiere of a movie that I'm in.
2: Ah, I saw you post
1: about that on Instagram. So it's a movie called Hero Mode, and I recommend people go and watch it. It's a little indie movie. It was marketed not like an indie movie. When you see the poster and you hear the title Hero Mode, it looks like a big summer blockbuster, but it is an indie movie when you watch it. So go in with those expectations. But it was a ton of fun. Um, There's a lot of actors in it and actresses like uh, Gail the Snail from um, Always Sunny in Philadelphia. If you watch that show, she was in it uh creed from the office was in it uh sean Aston was one of the main actors and then the kid who was the son of the producer the producer literally produced this whole movie so his son could have his own movie so oh, okay that, oh. <laughs> that's dad of the year right there See, <laughs> but we went to watch that movie that i was in for like 10 seconds there was me scott the was uh Pat. it was a video game movie so they were making a video game in the movie and then we were supposed to be reacting to it so it was like my youtube channel was in the movie which is pretty cool oh that's hilarious that's pretty cool but they, they they gave me a seat in the theater this special advanced screening and i didn't realize what they were going to do is put me in a, the actor's row so, I was technically in the actor's row. Oh. Now, not every actor showed up. Sean Austin didn't show up because he's probably busy taking another ring to Mordor or something, but <laughs> or potatoes or potatoes. But Creed <laughs> from The Office was there just a few oh, seats no way. down. That's cool. And I, I'm a huge fan of The Office. And then after the movie, and this is the story I wanted to tell. After the movie, all the actors went down, not me. They were like, can we get all the actors down for a QA? and a And Kim was like, you should go down. I'm like, I was in it for 10 seconds. What are they going to ask me? <laughs> like, how was those 10 seconds? Hey, how's your podcast going? <laughs> how's your podcast going? <laughs> Great. <laughs> but all the actors went down there and they were getting asked these questions. And then a person stood up and asked the question. I was so worried that someone would ask. Just like the cringiest question you could ask. They stood up and everyone else was asking questions about the movie, about hero mode, about, you know, what it was like making that movie. And then that one guy had to stand up and he went, "Uh, this is a question for Creed. I'm a huge fan of The Office. Uh, (laughs) It's bound, look, it's bound to happen. It's bound to happen. The whole time I was like, please, I just had this feeling that someone was going to do it. And he was like, I'm a huge fan of The Office. And then he was just like, Can you tell me how this experience compared to your experience on The Office? It was a really different. It was a really weird question. Because here's the thing if you don't know, when you meet an actor, you're supposed to talk about their current stuff, their current work. It's just sort of like a. Uh, actor unwritten quote. rule it's an unwritten rule you talk about their current stuff because that's what they're doing right now it's kind of like and, and it's not the same with youtube but it's kind of like when people come up to me and they're like oh i love your show i loved your show game quest i'm like okay what about my podcast what about the stuff i'm doing now <laughs> yeah. to a lesser extent i mean actors are a little bit more you know finicky about that yes but course. He answered the question as nicely as he could, which was great. And then one of the other guys took the microphone from him and was like, all right, do we have any other questions about the office? Anyone want to know anything about Pam? <laughs> <laughs> and then and then one girl in the front did something really cringe, but I think she knew the people that made the movie. She was like, yeah, can you get um, Sean Ashton on the phone so I can get him to say potatoes? <laughs> <laughs> and i really hope that she's friends or something because the whole theater was like oh surely strange. that was an inside joke thing oh you can't i hope so don't,
2: this is the thing people don't know how to unassociate actors yeah. from characters i mm-hmm. think um amber and i were talking about that the other day it's like imagine going up to an actor, let's just say, like, um, I don't know, Ben Stiller, be like, oh, you're the guy from Zoolander. Can you do the blue steel look?
1: Like, <laughs> Oh, my God.
2: There's, there's no way he's going to do that, like, again yeah. and again and again. Like, you just have to just... Pick the people for, for who they are and in the moment. Yeah. You know, more to the point. Like, talk talk to the Creed guy about Hero Mode. I mean, cool, he was in The Office. But you don't yeah. need to ask him about that. Well, everyone
1: crazy. is fans. We all know that you're a fan of The Office. If you're living and breathing and you own Netflix, you are a fan of The Office. <laughs> <laughs> sure, yes, of course. We were supposed to go to a big party that everyone went to later on, but Kim and I didn't feel comfortable because we didn't manage to get vaccinated. So we just went home. Also, I was pooping the whole weekend. I don't want to tell a poop story, but I literally had diarrhea, explosive diarrhea the whole weekend. So we decided maybe just go home uh so we went home but that's a shame we saw pictures everyone was having a great time and i was like oh i should have gone and talked to creed but whatever it was a really crappy experience for you but yeah it was really crappy and that was my weekend and i just wanted to share that story because it was one of the most hollywood things i've done and it was in austin texas (laughs) (laughs) what have you heard about the valued viewer forum I have heard about the valued viewer form. Tell me something about the valued viewer form. So the valued viewer
2: form is something that the, our valued viewers can fill out on widenericshow dot um, if they want to be
1: a part of the program. And of course, oh, you that know, sounds handy. That yeah, sounds like very, that's a, that's a great handy. way of getting engaged and interacting with the show and being a part of it. It's almost like it's a good idea, and it's
2: almost like we thought about it, but, but whatever, whatever. That's, that's not what fun. this is about. I mean, not only good looking too. So look, we <laughs> yeah. had a valued well out. <laughs> 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 anyway, um, we had a value viewer write in um, saying something funny, whatever, and that was really cool. But we noticed that this value viewer actually left us a voicemail and it's a familiar name. So we oh. figured, you know what, why don't we go ahead and bring him on the phone? Mm-hmm. Producer, if you want to line that up in the meantime Um, and see if we can talk to them about their special skill, as well as maybe their story that they
1: mentioned, which was honestly quite funny. There was a lot of parts to this. There's a part that we have to address and clarify with them because they're wrong. There's something that we need to ask them about because I want to know and then there was the actual thing they wrote in for which we're going to test today on the show I think it's going to be good so if you guys uh,
2: remember I can't remember what episode it was in um, but we played a valued viewer voicemail um, and this this particular individual called in and actually sang one of our jingles that we
1: made so we're making strides when one of our one of our people are covering our own songs well we had that one voicemail that was like a giant poem and I said it was like poem art it was like fan, fan poem art which I'd never had before and I've always- also never had anyone cover one of our songs which that was kind of cool and here they are hello hello how are you
0: hey how are you i'm pausing this in the side side so i don't get confused
1: oh we don't want to confuse you at all speaking of confusion hack Wolfen, do we call you hack Wolfen? i can't remember if we call you by a a real name unless that is your real name in which case don't take offense (laughs) (laughs)
0: it would be an awesome real name no i just like to keep my i like it's not hard to find my real name but you know Oh,
1: don't tell us. I don't want to know. Yeah. Let me f- I'll find it in my own time and I won't tell anyone. We'll figure it out.
2: I'll so, look, it. so Heck Wolfen, do you remember when you called in a few weeks ago covering our cold call song?
0: Uh, yes, and I got the lyrics wrong.
2: <laughs> We've got something to play for you to commemorate this particular segment where we have in fact cold called you. So producer,
1: hit it. You're going to love this.
0: Cold callin'. I'm calling for you. Call
1: you gotta love that note (laughs) it was perfect you crushed it we just put it to music and it sounds great heck yeah so we wanted to call cold call you with your own cold calling song because (laughs) you you called yourself (laughs) you called called yourself you filled out the valued viewer form and there's just so many things we need to pick apart in this if that's okay <laughs> if you have if you have 10 minutes
0: yeah yeah i have the time
1: to start with I I wanna, a
0: bit of time
1: i want to start with this you said that you think you won a certificate we're not doing your special skill yet you said you think you want a certificate uh for the cover for that cover that you made and you said where do i give you my address at what point did i say <laughs> you won a certificate
0: i I thought I, Eric said something along, is that like, is that redeemable for a certificate or something along the lines? I'm confused. And I'm like, I don't want to like push it and ask if it did or not. So I'll eventually just fill out a value viewer form and they can just tell me no if that wasn't the case. And I'll, I, yeah,
1: <laughs> I'm happy to put this blame on Eric, but the valued viewer uh, <laughs> certificates are supposed to go out to people who win with a special skill. It's it's like an award for winning something. Did you, you win though? I'm pretty sure you did when you called into our fib sniffing segment. No, I got confused.
0: No, I wasn't in
1: that. Well, now I'm extra confused. Oh, okay. Confused. Well, then I'm totally now wrong. Now I'm extra confused. <laughs> this is all Eric getting messed up. Uh, no, I mean, fault. if we started handing out valued viewer forms to everyone that just caught in and did something awesome, we'd go broke. You have to win them. Right? So we want to give you an opportunity day, today to win one for real. Oh. With your special oh. skill, so all right, your special skill, Eric. Should we talk about the other thing she wrote on the form before we get to the special? <laughs> okay, skill so this is so all much. right. In
2: your true embarrassing stories um, thing, because in the value viewer form, for those who don't know, there's a there's a little box that that you can enter in uh, a, a true or embarrassing story that has happened to you or I guess somebody else that you know. You entered in, I was hit by a bus once on a walk and was unharmed by it. And that's a fun story to tell, LOL. So what's so funny about getting hit by a bus?
1: Bear in mind that this isn't what we're calling you about. So in 30 seconds or less, what's this hilarious getting hit by a bus story?
0: I think the funny thing about it is how well I vividly remember it. Uh, I was crossing a light, you know, takes like 15 seconds for my light to go from red to the next one green and the other lights were green. So I'm like, hey, I got enough time to cross. It's a short walk in front of a uh, retirement home. So no issues. <laughs> and I was crossing the street and the Fred bus uh, in the area, I guess I wasn't far enough ahead. And next thing I know, I had a bus pushing up against me against my shoulder and it was turning didn't have enough time to just dart across the street so when I turned around real quickly to run back and get on the sidewalk there was a lady in a little blue car who just had her mouth covered in pure terror and that image is just ingrained but it's just like she didn't honk or anything and I'm just like you all right and then there's just this old lady just opens the bus window when she realizes I hit the concrete and she just like looks at me and is like oh, I just did the, uh, like, you know, put a thumb up. Let them know you're all right. And she just drove off.
2: I'm her for the punchline. It was a hit and run.
0: It was just one of those things. It's just like it happened, and it's like it's not like funny, but it's just a fun story to tell because it's one of those occasions like you you're like at near death experience, but nothing really like dramatic happens besides everybody just kind of doesn't do anything about it. It's
1: it was fun, it right? sounds like a terrifying story, but moving quickly <laughs> along from that, and I'm glad that you're okay. <laughs> I'm glad you've recovered. No
0: permanent damage done. Just well,
1: I'm glad. After all of that you're fine and also your very talented voice is fine because your special skill you wrote in saying that you have a computer voice that you use and have tricked people into thinking I'm not a real person on a voice call before. Can we hear an example of that? One,
0: seven, eight, five, five, zero, two, one. Virus database has been updated.
2: I mean that's That's actually really good. That sounds like I've just the called the IRS and they've just told me how much I <laughs> owe I
1: like, I like that we started talking and then we heard the number you, and we both thought, oh God, <laughs> something just happened to the court. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's actually
1: really good.
0: I, I played tricks on my management team when I was at Walmart and I would be like, the associate you dialed is currently out of service at this time. Please press pound for more options.
1: That, so it's convinced. good. It's really good. What I want to do, we want to test it right now. And we're going to call <laughs> my friend RGT85. Because I told <laughs> no him that we were going to call him anyway into the show because I have something to tell him and ask him. But we're going to call him <clears throat> and we're going to test this skill out on him. And if he falls for it, we'll send you an actual valued certificate form. Okay, so we should probably come up with what we're going to do. Like, What, what, what can Hacky say to RGT like when, he, when, when he gets in the call something like say yes
0: from wood hawker please say yes to continue this guy yes and if he says yes
1: (laughs) then be and then say something like um oh god we need to keep it going we need to see if we can fall him a couple times If you can fall him three times i think that would be great all right so so maybe something like um this phone call is expected to last five to ten minutes do you have the time (laughs) say yes now
0: This call may be recorded for quality assurance.
1: Yes. Okay, great. Yes. That's easy done. Okay. Well, actually, we'll leave it in your hands. If you want to write something down and you think you have it in your head, if you can fool him three times into verbally replying with words, we will send you a certificate, okay? (laughs) All right. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to tell him that we're going to call. Producer, go ahead and give him a call. Okay.
0: Thank you for calling the Wood and Eric Talk Show host. Would you like to continue forward with this call? Please say yes to continue with your call. Yes. Thank you. Processing. The call will last approximately 5 to 10 minutes. Would you like to proceed? Please say yes to continue. Yes. Repeating. The call will go for approximately 5 to 10 yes. minutes. Would you... Processing your answer. Continuing on to the show, be aware that the show is now going on live and will be seen to approximately 300 viewers. Would you like to proceed? Knowing, knowing yeah. three hundred processing your answer. Thank you. Was my computer voice convincing? Yeah, it was so good! Yes.
1: <laughs> no way!
0: <laughs> oh my
3: god, it oh, was so was
1: good! <laughs> Oh my god, I'm so sorry. Sean You're sorry. No way. That was so good. Hack, you've definitely won yourself a certificate because that was amazing. <laughs> oh my Sean, I actually do Ooh. want to talk to you. I've actually called you to talk to you, like we said, but we have a value viewer, Hack, who has this really great fake voice, and I had to try it. Were you convinced? Dude,
2: that was crazy.
1: Yeah, I, I know.
2: <laughs> Did you hear the anger in his voice? Like, the yeah, third time I was second- like. yes, yes. <laughs>
1: Hack, thank I you so much. I thought he knew
0: I was pulling his leg up that last bit.
1: Were you, like, were you shaking, Hack? I would have been so nervous. A little. Oh, okay, well, you Your know not Your public wireless email. member you have called is not available. What? Please leave a message after the beep. What? What is that? What? Is
3: that, <laughs> what? <laughs> is that what? real as well? <laughs> I mean, that was a
1: good beep. Yeah, that was a really good beep. <laughs> uh, producer, maybe... No, that wasn't anything I did.
2: It's, yeah, it sounded like it was coming from her phone.
1: Yeah, maybe so, ki- maybe kick him from the call. I was about yeah. to say
2: goodbye anyway. Thank you so much
1: for your convincing computer voice. Imagine we'll reach out. That, imagine if that was also her somehow. I thought that was Eric trying to be a, a robot back or something. I don't know. Um, but Sean, I did actually want to talk to you. How are you going? <laughs> no, all right. no. all right. Well, I'm sorry. That was just so convincing. Oh no, um, good. The first thing I wanted to bring up to you is. And this is just a little tidbit. Uh, we have, we, we're on iTunes, right? And someone left a comment, a review saying, five stars for the show, but not as good as RGT. Hey, and then, whoever you are, thank you. And then the recent, <laughs> we have a new review that says, um, if I can find it, love listening to these two friends, have some silly fun every week. Worst GameStop in town, but better than RGT85. So now I really? don't really know what to think. We're having a conversation I mean, now.
3: I'm very love or hate. I feel like there's not really like any middle ground. Like people like Spawnwave, like he has good middle ground, but like me, no, I don't have any middle ground. You either like me or you don't. And it's like, that's it.
1: No, I feel like I'm the same. I feel like a lot of creators are the same, but I feel like there's a lot of love and hate for the old Wooderson as well. I wanted to ask the main question I wanted to get you in for. This podcast typically doesn't divulge into gaming, but I thought it'd be a perfect time to ask you, um, What happened to the Switch Pro? It's been a week. You made me say a week, and it's been a week. Okay.
3: I did not make you say a week. Mochizuki made you say a week.
1: No, I clarified with you. I was like, so you think seven days? You were like, yeah. Yeah, Yes, because based on what Mochizuki said. So what do you think now? What are you feeling now? It was like, there's a few days, I think, left before it gets to the... If
3: See, now there's there's a lot of weird stuff happening that we haven't even talked about yet.
1: Oh, okay. Well, for people listening, the Nintendo Switch Pro... Um, which is something that apparently is happening. If you've watched my video on it and Sean's 13,000 videos on it, you'll know that it's coming. (laughs) (laughs) And it was supposed to get revealed before E3, which is at this point only about a week away. And we were supposed to have seen this thing already according to places like Bloomberg reporting on it. So what's your current theory, Sean? So...
3: Bloomberg and actually Eurogamer who sort of piggybacked off Bloomberg, but then said that they also had their own independent sources, both said it was supposed to happen before E3. So, technically it could happen Thursday. That would really be the only day because you have to factor in that Japan is like half a day ahead of us, so you wouldn't really get anything coming up on the weekend. It would have to be Thursday. Now, if it doesn't happen, it's going to be very weird because You know, Bloomberg and Mochizuki, who wrote the article, made it seem very contingent that a lot of third-party games that you were going to see from the Switch were going to be on this system, thus looking better and, you know, running better and playing better. And if that doesn't happen, it's sort of like, well, well, then what are these third-party companies going to show? Because Nintendo, of course, goes on the last day, which is the um, 13th, Mm -hmm. I I think, is the date. 15th. uh, 13th. Fifteenth, 15th, yeah, fifteenth. 15th. Uh, Microsoft's thirteenth. Um, um, so yeah, the they're, going, they're on going on the they're going on the fifteenth. So it's like you know, and Nintendo explicitly said that they're not going to show hardware. But there's a whole new thing happening right now that involves GameStop because something very strange, which I happen to make a video on, um, <laughs> is going on at GameStop right now because GameStop is telling select stores, a lot of stores, to have adequate extra staff on the morning of the uh, 16th or the 15th and 16th. If you know anything about, and, and this has been confirmed, I've had people reach out to me and say, yes, you know, I'm a manager at GameStop. We were told from the higher ups, when you ask what it's about, nobody knows. Nobody has any information that it's, uh, it's on a need to know basis and they're going to tell them at a future point in time. Now to me, as someone who worked at GameStop and you obviously know how GameStop works, GameStop yeah. doesn't care about you having double staff. Yeah. GameStop, the only time I ever had double staff at the GameStop I was at was. Black Friday morning and when We got shipments or we were accepting Pre-orders in for the week because Mm. that was The hot system at the time all other Times the E3s didn't matter Huge game drops didn't matter None of that mattered unless it was like a midnight launching Or something obviously this isn't a midnight launching This is you know you need staff The morning of for these two days And it's like why I'm sorry That's
1: the pro or could it be Like Zelda 2 if it's a Game you're
3: not gonna have that Many freaking people running To the store to pre-order it because A if it's a big game like that You're going to have a billion copies. Yeah, you right. can order it off Amazon. You can order it online. To me, this feels hardware related. And in my video today, mm. I specifically said, I don't know if it's a Switch Pro. I don't know if it's the ever elusive Sega Spartan that is supposedly coming out. that has been in development for a billion years. That's a new Sega copy. Up.
2: Anything Sega? I'm, I'm waiting for Sega stuff, well, man. I'm so hyped for that, if that's
3: real. Well, the, the best part about the Sega Spartan is it has nothing to do with Sega. It's just an online group of weirdos who have convinced themselves that are going to create a system pitch it to sega and then sega is <laughs> going to pick it up they've been talking about this for years years and i still have people bring it up to me all the time like yeah oh, i new information on the sega part. no it's not real but anyways like to me it's just like it's not a game you know it can't be a game it has to be something else even if it was a big sale or something like that still they don't adequately and specifically go out of their way to say do you need to have adequate staff for these two mornings why yeah, why no, because I usually
1: agree. i agree
3: usually so mornings, right and usually mornings when, when i would work mornings i would be by myself until like lunchtime and then somebody would like i'd be there at like nine store would open at 10 around 12 o'clock one o'clock somebody else would come in i would go eat lunch and then it would just be me and that person until like night and then maybe another cashier would come in at night that that was peak, you know, we
1: and Xbox 360 era stuff. So, so you are know, here first, Switch Pro for sure. No, at the end of the it's coming. I don't know that, <laughs> but it's something, weird. Something cool is happening. Something, could, something, something is
3: happening, and it, right. it has to be big because. GameStop is like McDonald's. They they don't care. They want as little staff there as possible right. for maximum earning. Hmm.
1: Well, that's very exciting. So now I will shift all my efforts into that day and ignore everything I said in my video. I apologize. I got all my information from this man. And if you want to hear him <laughs> ranting like he just did, He's the one take man on YouTube. RGT85 does not take a breath, does not need to edit his videos. He gets them all in one shot and he will talk about games until his voice goes hoarse. And I appreciate you calling in, Sean. Well, oh yeah, no I, problem. I'm Thanks for having you, me. Actually, yeah. yeah, And being such a good sport about being beautifully, pranked. <laughs> pranked. Dude, I still can't believe that, man. Like was that was so, so good. It was so good. Thank you, Sean. Appreciate you. Anytime, man. Bye-bye. Thanks. See you later, man. That was, that was great. Yeah. And now there's more fuel to the fire. And even I didn't know about that. And I think he's right. I think if anything, E3 is just going to be very exciting.
2: All I know is that I'm going to have to stay up real late to watch
1: anything of substance. Yeah, that's true. Being in Australia sucked for that. You know what I find interesting? Small tidbit before we move on. Okay, this sure. is episode 13 of the show, which is iconic and symbolizes mm-hmm. a lot because we only made 13 episodes the first time around we did yes. this show. Then we, ca- we we canned it. So we've had jokes about that. And you know, here we are doing the last Twitch stream, which also feels like a goodbye. It also feels like the last episode or something. We even mm-hmm. joked about not even calling it episode 13 and just moving straight to 14. So if you're watching this, wondering where episode 13 went you know why but also now we talked about e3 which was i think the first we, episode we did or one of the very was, early
2: episodes it was the very first I, I, it was like something about um legend of zelda breath of the wild which came out the year that we started the show which was mm-hmm. Well, we did a whole e3 predictions
1: video i'm pretty sure a whole podcast. oh yeah yeah we did absolutely so we I, did. I really feel like this is in many ways just like there's no such thing as a coincidence. This episode is cosmically aligned and it's been a blast so far. So I think it's aligned for the right reasons.
2: Mm, well, fingers crossed. And you know what? If you want to tune in going forward, YouTube, 7 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Sundays to watch the show live and get all the action right workouts. it counts. You know what? I've had a lot of jobs over the years. Um, yeah, me too. You know, 90% of them have been bad, really. I've only mm, found yeah. one job, actually two jobs that I really, truly enjoyed. And those were um, when I worked at the phone computer repair shop. That was the longest tenure job that I had, almost mm-hmm. three years. Wow. Um, having left last year now. Oh, my gosh. The time has just flown oh by. Oh, my gosh, yeah. And then I worked um, with my father as a project manager um, Fancy? At, at Syracuse University doing cable and wiring and stuff. So it was really great. I, I, I love that job. The only reason I left is because I moved overseas. That's so every, every other job has been bad. Uh, Give dude, it let me tell let me tell you. Do you remember a couple of weeks ago how I told you I was starting a music teaching job? Oh no. <laughs> no. <laughs> 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 uh what's going on, man? Um I haven't been paid from it yet. And I mean uh, no. Let me preface this by okay, saying I, real- I realize what I'm saying may be considered unprofessional. Yeah, but you haven't been paid, which is also in my opinion very unprofessional. So, I've been it's um about 6 weeks or so, give or take, that, that yeah. it's been since I've started that.
3: Wait, it's been that long already?
2: It was like yesterday you told us about that. I know. Um I'll, I'll keep it very vague. Um, but yeah, just the fact that I haven't been paid yet, communication hasn't really been great. Um, the whole, the whole setup for what I was doing was not what I thought I was going to be doing as far as teaching in this, in a school. Mm. I mean, um, I, best way to put it is the facilities for the school are undercooked. Therefore I have to undercook what I'm doing. Right. And therefore it, it, it makes me seem like, I don't know what I'm doing. And the fact that I was told that just wing it. I don't like that I don't like that uh, No, that's that I'm not good just, I don't like the fact that I'm just winging it for a child's education so yeah I don't, I don't like that so that's that's very important to me that if I'm going to teach a younger kid music that I instill some good values and good things in them so that way they can go forward as such so this is just one of many bad jobs that I've had I've had a lot of bad jobs like furniture assembly person um like office furniture going into different office buildings and assembling furniture like computer chairs and things i hate putting stuff together you oh, go to ikea you could, buy shelves i, I hate story. it. story this thing right behind me this locker behind me this is garbage honestly Ooh. i would have i would have lit it on fire before i put it together so that amber put it together i hate all that stuff man
1: i've had a lot yeah. of bad jobs so yeah, I, I know. I, tell me have you had any bad jobs yeah. <laughs> probably most of them <laughs> yeah most of them honestly do you want me to go through the list of all of them? Oh, yeah. I've actually had a lot of jobs. Um, I Mostly, the good ones were mostly retail and fast food. So I worked in Burger King, which is called Hungry Jack's in Australia, and then I worked in McDonald's. Those two combined were about five years of my life, and I started doing those when I was 13 years old. Wow. Um, I've also worked in serving industry, which is actually a great job. I did that in Canada. The only bad parts were when people got really mad and felt entitled to certain things, but it was Canada, so it was pretty nice. But the worst jobs by far were factory jobs. I worked in a car part manufacturing factory for about six months. It was 5 a.m. in the morning. And literally my entire job, this is when I was like 19 years old or 20 years old, my entire job was to pick up two plastic parts for light covers, bring them over to the, the circuit boards, clip them on, and put them in a crate, and then rinse and repeat. Eight hours of that. And when I had a crate, I put it on a stack and I had to get like 20 into a stack and then someone came to pick it up. And then I started on the next ones. And that was my job for six months, like literally for six months. And it was insufferable. I ended up getting fired because in those six months, I was one minute late, 12 times and on the 12th time they just i got in and they were like you're gone don't worry don't just go home and i was i actually to be honest i'd never been fired before that was the first time the only time that i can think of that i've ever been fired and it was a huge relief because it was such security you know i had this job these hours i didn't want to quit because then i wouldn't have a job but as Mm. soon as i was fired and i didn't have a job i was like amazing and then i found my (laughs) job at at Bunnings like two weeks later and I worked there for five years and it was the best thing that ever happened to me. Unbelievable. I've, let's see what, what jobs have I done? I, um, I
2: worked at Dunkin Donuts. That was my first legit job. Um, before that, I worked at a circus, or a traveling circus, with my my um, childhood best friend. I'm his... sorry, hold
1: on. What? Oh yeah, <laughs> I um, don't
2: know I... about this. No, no, no. I know. I've com- I've realized I've completely ne- neglected to tell you this. Yeah. Um, when I was when I was in school, my childhood best friend, his grandparents owned like a traveling circus, kind of. Uh, well, no, sorry, not a circus. Um. A, uh, a fair, um, a, oh, like a count, oh count, okay. sorry, like a traveling a county fair. fair. I'm, so not, I'm, like, I'm not, I'm not I'm not juggling on elephants now. So okay, all right. So I was, I was working like some rides. So for example, like the like you know the, the strawberry rides. So there's three of those, and they go around yeah, that's in the circle, cute. whatever. So you clip the kids in. I worked at, at the um, the giant slide You know, the kids get in the potato sack and they go down. Uh, I can see I remember... you being a Connie Actually, you have a yes. conny vibe. Carnival. Okay, that is the worst thing you've ever said. to me <laughs> <laughs> So I'm anyway, sorry, I remember I remember I worked oh, boy, the mustache is going later now. Um <laughs> I remember I worked 5 days at the carnival doing the doing the slide and I got paid 150 bucks. Well, I remember when I was, when I was um 15, I was like, "Wow, this is some big money."
1: Well, it's not bad for 15. I mean, it's pocket change, right? Living at home. Well, I mean,
2: like eight of like four, eight hour days, 150 bucks. Ugh. I mean, ugh. Um, ugh. On it. I did a lot of regional installs at like GameStops and stuff. So I, I, I hung TVs and GameStops with my father. I worked at Barnes and Noble Bath and Body Works. Wow.
1: Um,
2: Bob Evans doing the point of sale systems. Um, a lot of things like that. I worked at Crocs once doing a point of sale system there. <laughs> um, I installed a security camera at um, Spencer's hmm. um, at the Destiny you're computer. just
1: listing every odd job that you've done at this
2: point that's it but i mean that's that's it so i've, I've enjoyed those jobs but man like um phone support from microsoft i i got the job but i didn't even show up oh uh, i didn't want to
1: what did i do there was a job that i got oh yeah so th- i went into one of those places that do like you stand in a mall and you're like in the little middle of the mall and you're so like you told like, me about that yeah, and you were like, "Hey, do you have do you have a second? Do you have a minute? Can I talk to you about this thing get that over you don't here. care about? Get over here!" By the way, when they say, "Do you have a second? Do you have a minute?" It's never a minute. It's never oh, no. a second. They have a full sheet that they're supposed to memorize and learn, and that's what I had. I did that job for one day. I hated it from the get go, but I was too scared to just leave in the middle of the day because people were there with me, but I never went back and never answered any calls. The Mm. whole thing was you had to call someone over, read them a whole A4 sheet. If you got one word wrong, the guy I worked with got so upset. I'm like, I'm not an actor. Like, let me ad lib a little bit. So this sounds natural and not like I'm reading from, you know, script that it is. And the whole thing was if you got someone to sign up, you made $30 on that. But if they canceled within a year, you had to give $30 back I'm not even kidding. Yo, so you wow. would get paid at the end of the week. But if someone canceled the next week, you'd have to go in and hand them however many cancellations you had back. And I was like, this is the worst job and setup ever. I think that how was that the even worst legal that I've done. I don't know how it's legal. The only other bad job I did was, and I feel bad talking about this because I was working for my, one of my best friend's dad. And I did that for a few months, concreting. And I was not cut out for that job. I am not a I am not a man that's cut out for concreting. You look and like it though. I <laughs> and there was one day where we had to like jackhammer out an entire parking lot because we couldn't fit a crane drill thing underneath the top of it. So we had yeah. to manually jackhammer it out. And I had like broken wrists. They were sprained, but they felt broken. Sprained ankles. The next day, I was supposed to drive 45 minutes. I drove 45 minutes to where I was supposed to be. And then I was told, oh, actually, it was 45 minutes in the other direction. I forgot to tell you it was at the other side. So I drove home and went back to bed because it was 7 a.m. and I never picked up the phone again. <laughs>
2: oh man, I I've had oh. a lot of other things like that. Um, I worked as a um install person for Time Warner Cable for a couple of months. Mm-hmm. Um, so I installed like the you know the DVR boxes and whatever. So going into other people's apartments, I've just thought of the most ridiculous story that I need to tell you. Okay. Um, I went I went in to install cable um at this person's house. Mm-hmm. It was a um a poor neighborhood let's put it that way um low,
1: low income might be a better low way of
2: socioeconomic it. Mm-hmm. um and when we got there her dog puked on the carpet so what does she do she <laughs> takes she takes out her mop and bucket and proceeds to start mopping the carpet i'm like what are you doing is <laughs> that like what you said and how you said it no, I was just like, okay, sorry, man. Um, but I'm thinking these people are just flipping weird. Aside from that, I worked at a call center with Amber. We quit within like three weeks, and I actually quit the job for her because wow. I called in. I called in sick for a week. Like I would call their their messaging service at like 3 a.m.
1: and be like, uh, "Sorry, we're not coming in today." <laughs> uh, you know, I don't miss faking a sickie or chucking a sickie as we called it in yes, Australia. I know. And I will admit to it right now. Mm. I'm sorry anyone that I worked with at Bunnings Warehouse, but I chucked sickies all the time in Australia. <laughs> you get two weeks of sick pay each year. I never ended a year without using every single one of those days. <laughs> Use I, all in a month. <laughs> you would go to the beach, you'd go to the movies. The thing is, everyone did them. Unless you were a goody two-shoes, everyone... Chucked a sick day but mm-hmm. i was definitely terrible for it because you'd get them in like the start of january and i'd have used all of mine by the end of february <laughs> <laughs> i'm like I-, I hope i don't actually get sick this year because i'll be screwed i know i know exactly what you're saying <laughs> <laughs> so i actually tacked this this last part of the show on right before we went live because we actually got, as we were planning the show, another valued viewer form filled out. Of course. Go fill out a valued viewer form at whatenericshow.com. And I was reading it and I noticed they said that they can solve a Rubik's Cube in like under 30 seconds or something crazy. But the reason why it stood out to me is because seven different people have filled out the valued viewer form saying they can solve a Rubik's Cube in ridiculous amount of times. Mm. And I realized what we have on our hands here is a Rubik's challenge, a potential Rubik's challenge. Not even a Rubik's challenge. The Rubik's Olympics. The Rubik's Olympics. Well, actually, Ross off the tongue. Bix picks, Rubik's picks. Rubik's, no, Rubik's Olympics works. We'll okay. stick with that. I love Rubik's Olympics. And if we could get, at some point, all seven of these people into a zoom call not today but all seven of these people into a zoom call and have them all solve the same size rubik cube at once and see Mm -hmm. who of our valued viewers has the fastest solving time of a rubik's cube Mm. so intern or producer my bad sorry Sorry try and get get as many i i've got i've emailed two of the people already there's a few numbers in the the Google Doc. It looks like one might be repeated. So go ahead and call the two numbers that we have and see if we can get them in the call. Because I emailed two and they said they're down. But I want to try and call these other people who are in the United States and we don't have to try and figure out how to call their Mongolian number. There is one Mongolian number. I took one look at it and I was like, I'll email you. <laughs>
2: So it's what it is. It's Genghis Khan's great, 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 great nephew who's really good at solving Rubik's cubes, but unfortunately can't reach him right now. <laughs> I hope that that's not going to get
1: you in trouble. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on this side of the show. I'm on the other <laughs> a side. line down the middle.
2: <laughs> so we're going to do a very. You know what? I would almost even say worldwide
1: first. Yeah. Cube off. Well, there is tournaments. That There's a whole Netflix special on tournaments that are hosted once a year that are probably more sanctioned than official, but we're going to do our own, probably the first time in a podcast, official well, Rubik's uh, Olympics.
2: You know how we did the Tubies, right? That was a, that was a worldwide first. Here, we are trendsetters, yeah. as we mm-hmm. like to call it, right? I agree. Um, so we do things live in, in the moment. Um, we should also should call this hip to be square because <gasps> Rubik's Cubes are square, but I mean- We'll uh, work
1: that into the song when we have it. I mean, one of my favorite Huey Huey Lowe's, of course. Producer, my bad. I have a feeling no one's answering the phone. Yeah, we are zero
3: for three. And I've called each of them about, uh, I'll just say maybe more times than is probably healthy.
1: So that is the trouble when you're doing a live show and you're not telling the people that you're calling in and you're also calling from a really weird number that reroutes out of San Antonio for some reason. They might not pick up. Um, But what we will do is email them all through the week and yell at them for not answering their phone and mm-hmm. get them on the show, hopefully on the next episode, which again is Sunday at seven o'clock on YouTube. And remember, if you leave your phone number in the valued viewer form, make sure you
2: pick it up. If you get a random call on a on a show night, which I guess will now be
1: Sunday, 7 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um Well, here's something, producer, you think when you call, do you know, when you call, does it come up with the 210-951-4927 or is it a different number that comes up? I am pretty sure that it does. Well, then everyone should, everyone, if you fill out the Valued Viewer form, save 210-951-4927 to your phone. It is on the screen. Call it like Wooden Eric or, or whatever you want to call it. And that way, when you see the call, you'll know who it is. This oh, could yeah. possibly ruin any future prank calls with Valued Viewer members, but at least <laughs> it might maximize the chance of people answering their phone and not thinking that it's a scam call trying to sell you Optus Mobile. <laughs> I just, nobody wants Optus. I don't know. No one wants Optus or T-Mobile. They're equally bad from two different countries. Oh, yeah. Oh. Well, then that's our show. And hopefully well, we can... <laughs> What? Did we want to... I made a little... I spent like 10 minutes, five seconds before the show, making a little tune to play everyone in the call. They don't get to hear it now. They miss out. But we get to hear it. Okay, Producer. let's roll it. The Rubik's Cube Challenge! is postponed to next week <laughs> all right that's our show anything you boys want to add
2: um no we're gonna have a really good song for the rubik's cube challenge next week so stay tuned
1: all right yeah actually i'm excited for it producer <laughs> anything you want to add oh i know what you're gonna say uh, was it oh uh, pro- fist bumps only.
2: Okay, well, there it is. (laughs) Ding, 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 Oh, new
1: merch, new merch, new merch. Mm. Buy it, by the way. Okay, now go. Ding, 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 ding.
0: Thank you for watching and listening. Catch up with the Wooden Eric Show at WoodenEric.com. Fill out the value viewer form to be part of the show and leave the boys a voicemail at 210 951 4927. Bye.